Hello, everybody, especially my friends at Cedar Run Community Church. Uh, welcome to the Sunday Sermon Setup. As you know, I can't even say hello in 10 minutes. Uh, and Pastor David and I have been going even shorter because we've been outside. Uh, I mean, I'm a Florida boy, uh, but uh, and go Gators, by the way, but even I get hot out there. Uh, so some of the stuff that did not make it into this Sunday's talk is uh, just some context. Uh, and this Sunday, I'm going to be preaching on Jeremiah chapter 29, the first 10 verses. And it was right as Israel was going into exile, right into the hostile culture of Babylon. And it feels kind of similar today, doesn't it? Uh, you know, wearing a mask in church isn't the same as getting thrown to the lines, but there's still so much contention, so much animosity uh, growing. And I want to take a look at Israel as they are about to go uh, into the wrong side of a culture. Now, everybody loves Jeremiah 29, verse 11, uh, don't we? I mean, I have that on a plaque in my living room, uh, and it's God telling Israel uh, during the exile there, right at the end of our passage, for I know the plans I have to prosper you. Uh, and that's kind of the good news uh, of what the end of the exile is going to look like. Uh, but it's a feel-good moment, and a lot of times what we end up doing is leaving it uh, right there. So we're going to be looking at the first 10 verses of Jeremiah 29, what happens uh, before that. And we're going to be looking at uh, what to expect uh, if you go into some kind of exile situation like that, why it may be happening, uh, and how uh, we should act when we go into exile. So uh, we're going to look at the first two things here really quick. They did not make it into the sermon. But the first thing is, you know, what was something that Israel could expect going into this exile? And, and Jeremiah tells him, he says, you know what? Prepare for the long haul. Uh, and Jeremiah says something kind of interesting in our passage there from verse 1 to 10 that's kind of offbeat. It's kind of uh, out of the context of the rest of the passage. And I want to go over that with you this morning. In verse 8 and 9, here's what he says. Do not let the prophets and the diviners among you uh, deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams uh, you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. So here's what's happening. Uh, there's some false prophets that Jeremiah is talking about. And in Jeremiah 28.3, and also at the end of Jeremiah 29, I think it's around verses 21 to 23, but we learn about what these false prophets are saying. That this is just going to be a short little setback for you guys here in exile. Uh, you're not going to be in this hostility for long. You're going to be out of the woods in a couple of years. So just hang in there. So just win the next election, right? It's going to be a short-term thing. But in verses 4 to 6, Jeremiah kind of lays waste to that. Uh, he says, you know what? Settle in because it's going to be a while. Seventy years, in fact. And that essentially meant that none of those people alive reading that letter would ever see the end of it. Gulp. So don't always be looking for uh, the quick out, the immediate deliverance. And don't make every decision uh, like uh, election season is life and death, because we're all about to get stressed out here in 2020 if we're not already at the end of our rope. Uh, so that's the first thing. What can Israel expect? What can we expect maybe when we go into that hostile culture? It, it could be a long haul. And secondly, I want to touch on 
uh, we want to find out why it's happening. Why did that happen to Israel, okay? Uh, because Israel had really no idea why it was happening. They were not very self-aware. Uh, and you know, the church loves to compare itself to Old Testament Israel, don't we? Uh, but this is one of those be careful what you wish for moments. Because if you look at the other prophets uh, on the scene, there's the priest Ezekiel, and I encourage you to read chapter 16. Ezekiel 16 is wild. Also, Amos is around. Read Amos chapter 6 for some of the background. But they actually tell the reason that Israel is in that hostile culture, the reason they were sent to exile. Uh, and here's the national sin of Israel, according to Amos uh, and Ezekiel. Uh, they got fat and rich and stopped looking out for the poor and needy. So we, as the church, if we're worried about going into some kind of hostile culture situation, some kind of Israel, want some kind of Israeli exile, I should say, but we should be looking around ourselves and when we see injustice and oppression and poverty and the widow and the foreigner and the immigrant among us, we should be asking ourselves, what as a church, what as individual Christians uh, are we doing for them? Because a lot of times, one of the, the attitudes we have is that we're so worried about what other people are doing uh, in these crazy times that we really just can't control that. And we get caught up in playing the victim the blaming about who is being mean to us and how we need to be praying for those people, okay? But let's be meditating on our own sin because even though we are saved and we have been forgiven, uh, we can do a lot better. Now, after that, none of you guys may come to church on Sunday, okay? But I promise it will be worth it because I'm going to cover that last point. How do we act when the culture becomes uh, hostile to us. And what Jeremiah tells us to do might be a little shocking. So catch us online at Cedar Run. Catch us in the parking lot live. Uh, and if you like this, if you like this little talk here, shameless plug, go ahead to uh, Apple Podcasts or any major uh, podcast platform and subscribe to my podcast, Drive By Theology. So God bless you guys. Uh, and hope to see you Sunday. Bye-bye.